0: It's the stability stupid. Today, Friday, January 23rd. This is the world. I'm Marco Worman. The late King Abdullah is laid to rest in Saudi Arabia, and Washington continues its tradition of speaking very carefully about this key US ally in the Middle East. Saudi Arabia is probably the most stable country at the moment. So we don't want to rock the boat. But things are different in Saudi Arabia's neighbor Yemen. Rebels there are definitely rocking the boat. They had been insisting that they weren't actually wanting to stage a coup. Very hard to say that when you're actually shelling the president's house. And later, the sky has fallen on SkyMall. Suddenly, yes, you become a top consumer. Look, let's just buy this in three weeks time. It will arrive and you'll forget you ever
1: ordered it and you'll feel a bit dumb. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA Cref, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Marco Werman, and you're tuned to
0: the world. Allahu Akbar. Saudi Arabia buried its late King Abdullah today, just hours after he died at the age of 90. The country's new monarch is Abdullah's half-brother, the 79-year-old King Salman. And in a speech broadcast today on state TV, the new Saudi ruler promised continuity.
1: With God's assistance and strength, we will continue adhering to the correct policies since the establishment of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. We will never deviate from our
0: constitution, our holy book and Islamic teachings. One of the big challenges for King Salman will be how to handle the chaos next door in Yemen. We'll talk about that later on the program. First, though, let's turn to Robert Wirth to talk about the news from Saudi Arabia. He's a longtime East correspondent with The New York Times. I asked him to explain how the Saudi monarchy can maintain continuity when its family dynamics are so complicated.
1: It's true, and yet at the top level, there's often a fair amount of continuity. Uh, Salman, uh, like his predecessor, is old, has been part of the the ruling class for a long, long time. He, he, he was the governor of Riyadh province from 1963 until a couple of years ago. He's part of the Suderi Seven, which is a group of sons of uh, Abdulaziz bin Saud. Who've been very much involved for a long, long time. Uh, you know, he's a known quantity, and the kingdom likes continuity on its highest priorities. Mm,
0: so, King Salman, the new king, uh, a known quantity, but is he? How's he viewed by the rest of the royal
1: family? He doesn't have quite the um, the authority, in a sense, of his predecessor. King Abdullah was popular, unlike King Fahd, the previous king, um, with the people. That is because he was known to be a pious man, considered not personally corrupt. Whereas King Fahad was seen as as corrupt. King Salman, I think it's, uh, you know, he doesn't have that sort of reputation for being really um, virtuous personally. I don't think he's seen as corrupt either. But you know, I don't think he's going to challenge a lot of policies. And again, even King Abdullah, who is considered a sort of a moderate reformer, there were real limits on what he could do. He he made changes, but very, very slowly and often under pressure from abroad. Mm. So I don't think there's a, a huge leeway for change. Abdullah
0: followed the monarchy line, but he also got the reputation as a reformer, as you said. Uh, Didn't change laws on women driving, but he did allow women to work as cashiers at supermarkets. Did you ever meet King Abdullah or spend much time with the royal family?
1: No, I've met members of the royal family, but I never met King Abdullah.
0: What are they like generally?
1: Well, I think it's difficult to generalize. You know, the, the size of the royal family, it's, it's vast. It, nobody knows exactly how many, but some people, it's as many as 20,000 people. Now, of course, the vast majority of those have nothing to do with everyday government. The ones I've met tend to carry themselves in a remarkably sort of dignified, august way and are very well-educated and, and thoughtful people. The different ones tend to have different reputations, and that may be partly personal, and also because they've understood from long ago that they have different responsibilities. For instance, Prince Naev, who died a couple of years ago, he was at that time the crown prince, was the, the, the head of the interior ministry for a long, long time, and he was sometimes referred to as the prince of darkness, because he was in charge of managing uh, hardline Wahhabis. And so he got a reputation as a hardline Wahhabi. That is to say, a sort of a a severe, harshly religious character. It was hard to know how much of that was really him and how much was simply his uh, necessary governmental connection with with that constituency. You were
0: just in Saudi Arabia a year ago, and there are a number of years where you're pretty regular there. Is there a way...